Hello guys, welcome to my podcast, Lovely Linky Inspirations, where the intent is to encourage, motivate, and inspire you. I will share with you my journey and expertise as a nonprofit co-founder, a therapist, a PhD student, a mommy and wife. I am also here to help uplift all single women, whether you are a woman who has never been married, previously married, and now a divorcee or widow as well as to help build, support, and celebrate couples who are courting, engaged, and married. So come now, join me as we encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Hello guys, welcome to Lovely Linky Inspirations. Today is our 20th episode in our first season, and I laugh because this final episode in the first season this 20th episode uh took several weeks to happen um the last episode was recorded on july 16th and i have not recorded an episode since then i see here in my notes that i attempted to record on august 11th again on october 28th and so today is uh November 16th. So finally, I pressed the recording button. And I will say it has truly been, (laughs) I think this entire year, uh, you know, has been a year, but these past few months, even more so, right? Like I said, um, July 16th was the last I recorded. Oh, July so that's it and it, it's the 16th of november today i didn't even realize that so july to august august to september september to october october to november so exactly four months later <laughs> but you know i i think i've said this before that we truly have to allow ourselves grace in this time and so i took my advice and truly allowed my self grace because so many things happened um between then, between July 16th to now, no, um, November 16th. And we all know that several things happened here in um, the United States and around the world, wherever you're watching. I know I have my uh, Jamaican listeners, several things um, happened in Jamaica uh, during this time. Several things happened over there uh, with my British listeners and, you know, anywhere else in the world that you are, things were happening. COVID is affecting absolutely everyone and with that I know comes um job lost or decreased hours the anxieties the stresses from that uh the depression right and all the other things um we know suicide rates have gone up depression rates have gone up we know domestic violence um rates have gone up as well and uh the abuse of our children and human trafficking and so on a whole the entire world has been shaken uh to its core with so many things happening all at once and so um you know i said in in one of the episodes previously that we really have to allow ourselves the time that we need and I love to record the podcast and I know every weekend I would think about it and every Monday I would think about it because Monday would normally be the day um, when the show is published but uh, I just realized that I was not in the place to really uh, record for some reason I couldn't show up on this platform and, and so I just allowed myself to be um, there are so many things that I do do 
you know, as many of you know, I'm a PhD student uh, and that has been a journey. And to all my PhD students out there, you know, hurrah to you that you are persevering. You are continuing this journey during these times because I know there are several days and nights when in my mind, all I'm thinking about is there's too much going on in the world to care about writing this paper, to care about participating in this current discussion. And so um, the fact that you have continued in your PhD journey, in addition to dealing with everything that is happening in the world as a whole and everything that has happened in your life because of what is happening in the world and outside of what is happening in the world, kudos to you, congratulations to you for continuing the PhD journey. So pat yourself on the back. I'm patting myself on the back as well because we need that encouragement. We need to encourage each other on this journey and know that it is not easy. And for the first time in a long time, there's been moments in my mind where, oh my God, I can't do this or I need to take some time off. But it was never anything that lingered for a long time. I would think it, feel it and snap out of it right away. And I realized that in this season, particularly in this semester, it has lingered. I have been standing right there at the edge of, you know, pause button on my PhD, but I continue to press forward. And that's, I think, because I have a community of women within our cohort. There's community of women that we get together and we just encourage each other. You know, we the entire cohort encourages each other but you also know that within cohorts there's groups of people that you know whatever you get together because you make a connection with certain certain people and you know I have made connections with several um, individuals within my cohort and I would check up on um, each of them at different times I pray for everyone in my cohort but because I am a woman of color and know that I love everyone all women that's you know my organization is all about women and girl regardless of um, color socioeconomic background but because I'm a black woman a woman of color in a PhD program and the 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 um that happening is so you know that's not the norm right the percentage of us is, is fairly low. And so for me, a bond, you know, with those women and there's four women remaining in our cohort. Um, currently, there were more when we started uh, over two years ago, but now we have four. And so we have bonded together to say that we're going to make it because we truly experience very unique challenges uh, being in a PhD program outside of others. Not saying that everyone doesn't have their own challenges, but to you, my uh, man of color, my woman of color who is in a PhD program know that I understand and know that it is difficult and it's okay to say that you are not okay. It's okay if, you know, you turn in an assignment late because you're dealing with everything that you have to deal with. Allow yourself that time. You know, I think I had mentioned in a in a previous episode of asking one of my professors, or I know it's probably on a YouTube channel or in one of my uh, posts on Instagram or Facebook, where I had had to reach out uh, to one of my professors, or maybe it's in one of my blog. But either way, reaching out to a professor just to say that I need grace this semester, not this, uh, you know, I need a grace, you know, and I'd never did that before throughout my academic journey. And he was graceful enough to grant me that grace because I was just falling behind, you know, and at a point I did pick up and was ahead, but I just had to reach out. And so 
reach out if you need that help because really no one can assume what we need they can understand that things are happening but unless we truly speak up to say how something is impacting us it is truly unfair to ask someone to recognize to the extent that we are feeling it right they do recognize it and they should because you know it's happening but to the extent that we individually feel whatever we're feeling it's an unrealistic expectation to put on anyone to say they should know right so reach out all my student phd whatever you know undergrad if you're just start starting um university or if you're going on to your master's you know or you know or you know whatever degree you're going towards or even young my younger audience as you're going through school this semester you know just reach out to your teachers and reach out to your parents that has what that has truly helped me is reaching out to my professors and reaching out to my uh peers you know so I want to encourage you in that but to congratulate you for coming this far and for truly truly sticking with it And so, you know, I'm calling this episode the rant. And so that is what it's going to be. It's truly going to be a multitude of things that I'm going to be discussing as I try to wrap wrap up. No, as I'm going to wrap up, let me affirm that as I'm wrapping up season one of um, Lovely Linky Inspiration with our 20th episode. And so I want to you know, it's somewhat encapsulate everything that has happened in the past four months, we said, right? So July, August, September, October, November, yes. All that has happened within these past four months. And so first, let me, you know, rewind a little and just check in. And so I do want to ask you, how are you? You know, I know I have mentioned before that we must check in with others, but we must also check in with ourselves. So I want you to take some time whatever it is you're doing, to stop and ask yourself, how am I doing? And when you ask yourself that, I want you to be very specific to say your name, whatever that is. My name is Cynthia, so I will say, Cynthia, physically, how are you doing, Cynthia? So if your name is John, you ask yourself, John, physically, how am I doing today? So I want you to do that. Ask yourself, today, physically, how am I doing So ask yourself, and if you want to look in the mirror, take some time to look in the mirror, you're compact, find a mirror wherever, or, you know, if you're driving in your car, whatever you're doing, take some time to ask yourself and to really reflect. And so when you ask yourself how you're doing physically, I need you to really check your body, right? Do I have a headache? You know, does any part of my body ache? Does my neck ache? Does my back ache? Does my foot, wherever ask yourself as you're checking your body are you feeling any aches and pain in your body and that's truly important because when we are stressed it our body often gives that off in pain so check your body right is there any ailments is there anything going on with you that you didn't have before that's suddenly there right and so we can develop various things in our bodies as well when you know we're feeling stressed um this uh you know when we're feeling stressed or anxious right so i really want you as you ask yourself to go through different parts of your body and 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 ask yourself how you are feeling right and next I want you to say how am I feeling mentally today right and when you ask yourself that question I really want you to go in truly go into your mind right and see where your mind is 
is your mind able to process? Because often, I've stated this before, we mix up mental and emotional, right? But are you able to process? Are you able to go through your day? Were you able to go through your day today clearly, clearly thinking with clear thoughts? thoughts or where you halted in your thoughts were you able to process what someone was saying to you or whatever task that you had to do at your job were you able to do that or if you're home if you're a mom were you able to mentally think about the things that you needed to do and to process through them in your mind so ask yourself how am i doing mentally today and then i do want you to ask yourself in how am I doing emotionally today? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling depressed? Am I feeling a little anxious? Am I happy about something? Am I feeling this great expectation for something, right? Because our feelings might not be a negative one. We might have positive feelings right now. So whatever that feeling is, I really want you to ask yourself, where am I emotionally today? And whatever that feeling is, I want you to acknowledge it and accept it and then determine what to do with that emotion, right? And for those of us who are spiritual, you know, I am a Christian woman, what well, you know, and some of you may be, and some of you may not be, there may not be a spiritual aspect. And if there is not, you can leave this part of the exercise out. But if you are spiritual, I do want you to ask yourself if you have some faith, right? And so I'm going to use them interchangeably, although they are two separate things because we can be spiritual and not have faith, but I'm just going to use it. How am I doing today spiritually? right do I still trust God do I still believe in God am I angry at God am I frustrated with God ask yourself and be very honest with your answer without feeling any form of guilt because this is how we are feeling this is how we are thinking and I truly want you to process through those four elements very carefully physically mentally emotionally and spiritually okay so take some time and breathe in and breathe out and to process those very mindfully, right? And I, I talk about mindfulness a lot and that's just being very present in the very moment that you are right now as you're listening to me. Are you liking the sound of my voice or are you not liking the sound of my voice? Are you hearing my accent come through or not? You know, it's to just be right here right now. Right. And so as we're talking about um, and so let me stop and, and just say breathe. Right. Breathe through that. Breathe through those emotions. Give yourself some time if you need to pause this podcast and think about those four elements that we just mentioned as physical, mental, emotional and spiritual. Think about it. Pause and then come back. Right. And so I want you to do that. And I'm going to just pause so you can think about if you want to do that. And so if you decided to do that, welcome back. If you didn't um, and you stayed within that pause, that was good as well, either way. So now, like I said, so much has happened in the world, right? And so I, Cynthia, want to share with you what was happening in my world outside of what is going on here in America and what is going on in Jamaica. And I would reference both 
America and Jamaica because those are the two countries that I am connected to. Born in Jamaica, raised in Jamaica, and came to America where I now live. America is my second home. I'm a citizen of the United States. My children um, were born here. My husband is an American. And so, you know, my connection to both countries are very important. They're woven into my life. So what concerns Jamaica concerns me. What concerns America concerns me. But outside of that, I, I want to like dive into my month since the last time you heard from me, July 16th. So, uh, you know, and I'm just going to go do a quick overview. So in August, right, as a PhD student, some of you may know what I mean when I say comps. I had my comps exam in August, and that's the comprehensive he exams that all PhD students take. It's different depending on the university that you attend. For my university, we take a three-part exam, or comps is three parts, and that those three parts consist of a leadership portion, an organizational portion, and a qual-quant portion. That's quantitative and qualitative portions. And so I sat that exam in August, and funny enough, like um, the exam was started on a Friday, it opened up on a Friday. It was two weeks to complete um, these exams. And it opened up on a Friday and then the Monday I had an intern start with Princesses and Ladies Inc. And those of you who have listened to before, that's the name of uh, my organization that I co-founded with my husband and have um, members, board members here in the States and in Jamaica and without them, we could not function. So shout out to all our members of the organization. But either way, I intern started here in the US on the Monday. And so it was just a overwhelming time for me, you know, in August. And I think that's partly why I had to stop because July, you know, that was middle of July, then preparing for August um, to begin. And so, um, uh, uh, you know, come started. I sat those three exams. My intern started that Monday. And so I had to, prior to her starting, prepare work for her to do because I know I was going to be preoccupied with sitting these exams. So I had weeks of work for her ready and I would check in with her just to make sure that she uh, was doing okay and staying on target. Uh, but all that pre-planning took place and I tell you running a nonprofit <laughs> running any type of business whether for profit or nonprofit is is not an easy task and then when you have someone join the organization an intern that's depending on you that's looking at, towards you to learn something new that's you know that's some extra pressure but you know pressure that I so appreciate I just love having an intern and thankfully I have a great intern and so a question to you out there if you run a nonprofit or even a for-profit business how does your internship um on boarding process goes right if you would love to share that with me I would love to hear how that works and do you work directly with the intern or do you have other members of your organization of your company that you know uh, interacts with your intern and you just you know know what happening um, on a, a distant level as for me because we're a small nonprofit nonprofit I am directly involved with my intern she checks in with me our, our supervision is through me um, because I have an MSW so I have to meet with her um, you know uh, a couple times a month for an hour to um, ensure that she is where she's at on target and everything 
in addition to providing her with the work that she needs to do, the task that she needs to do each and every week, and then uh, signing off on her timesheets and filling in all that I need to fill in for the university. So it's a major task to to be, to supervise an intern, you know, because the school, the university that the intern attends requires a lot from the supervisor, right? Who's supervising uh, that student. So, you know, and we do this voluntarily. And so it's, it's even a learning process for me as well and and I appreciate it and I hope the intern appreciates it as well so you you know I would love to hear how it is as you as a supervisor if you were an intern I remember my experience as being an intern you know and I'll share that another time it was it was vastly different being on the other side of this the chair now being the supervisor supervising an intern instead of being the intern as I was several years ago but anyway so that was my August right dealing with comms and uh, getting the the intern on board going through the onboarding process and all of that and then September uh, my children um, if you've listened to this program you know I have three uh, children at home and so they went back to school and so that was a process and I continually I continuously say when people ask how is that going that we we are adjusting right because it's a continuous adjustment program um, it's a continuous adjustment process and so I want to say to parents out there take your time Today may be a good day and tomorrow may not. If you say in your mind that it's a continuous adjustment process, it will be easy to deal with the hiccups as they come. If assignments aren't turning on time, if your child can't log in on the system for whatever reason, um, whether it be on your end or on the school's end, or if your child, you know, just really sitting there for a long time is no longer interested in class, waking up in the morning. And so we have a routine and I think I'm going to do a segment on that. So listening for season two, I'm going to do a segment on, you know, even though your children are home, on how to prepare them for online learning, right? Because that's very essential um, so that they are there. They're fully there, as fully there as they can be and alert and not get depressed and sad about being at home. It, it really has to do how you to do with how you prepare so yeah, so that was September, you know, getting them ready for school and me ready for an, another semester, you know, right off the comms. And I have to tell you guys about that. The, the you know, comms ended, the semester ended and the next semester started and I somewhat had just a, a, a little mini thing happened in one of my webinars and I will share that a later time. But anyways, now you know, October came around, right? And October, I, on October 13th, I got the results of my comprehensive exams of the comps. And, you know, I passed two of the three. And I, I will say, I haven't cried. I thought I was going to flat out ball, have a ball in session, you know, where I <laughs> just cried. But that has not happened. And I don't, I don't know. I am, I think I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. What I'm not okay with is resitting the exam because unfortunately, the portion that I did not pass is the qual quant. And that's my weakest link, right? That area. And so I'm re- really afraid to reset it because I thought I gave my best. Obviously, that wasn't good enough at the time. But 
what I want to say, if you're sitting a com, you know, comps, if you're sitting these comprehensive exams or any standardized testing that don't allow those results to define you, right? Because you'll find yourself in a hole with them. And, you know, passing two out of three, I really had to give myself credit. I really had to step back and said, Cynthia, you did well, right? You got two out of three and you just need to reset this portion. And now what happened? And it, it's funny, you know, I'd made a post about failing forward, about using our nose to, to build up to our yes, about using the nose to learn, the failures to learn. And so for me, I had to really take my advice that I had put out there on my Instagram and on my Facebook to others about really walking into their purpose. I really had to turn that on myself to say, Cynthia, now you went into comps very blindly um, in August, not knowing what the questions were going to be like and what was going to be required of you. But now you know, because based on the results and based on the feedbacks from the professor, I know where I fell off with the qual quant. So therefore, that's the portion that I need to work on. So when I reset this exam in January, I am going in with eyes wide open, knowing where I need to put my focus on, right? And so that's what I want to say to you. If you're sitting in an exam, any standardized test or any exam or any test, and you don't get the grade that you need to get or wanted to get, really use that as a learning opportunity to say, okay, this is where I did not do very well. So this is what I need to work on. Use it as a positive to fail forward, you know, to build up for your yes, to negotiate to know what is it you need to do the next uh, time around. And so I really had to take that moment to remind myself of that and also to celebrate myself in the, the, the two exams that I did did pass because what can happen is we forget about what, what we accomplished, right? I passed two of those three exams and, you know, there's other people in the cohort that, you know, I'm not the only one that's going to have to reset. But if we lose if we lose sight of what we have accomplished and focus so much on what we really we we need to retake or what we didn't do well in you know that doesn't do anything good for our morale right and so we have to celebrate the wins the small wins the big wins we have to celebrate all our wins so that's my encouragement to every student out there or to anybody who has gotten a no who has gotten a failure is to get back up and use that failure to build you up look at it in the right light look at it the way you need to look at it as you go forward right and so <laughs> that was october and of course i went out and voted my husband and I we did early voting at the end of October so pleased that we were able to do that we went out there in the rain and waited in line but we did it nothing would have stopped us uh, from voting you know not being born in America the moment I got that opportunity when I became a citizen the first election I was able to vote in though those were you know city elections I voted right because I think that is such a right particularly for people of color for minorities that were was taken away from Americans people who were born in this country did not have that right and even when that right was given to them there were so many um you know John Crow laws that were established that's 
still restricted them even when they had the right men first you know and then women when it's particularly black women when um, had the right to vote they were still limited they were still restricted from you know exercising that right and so now i implore every person of color everyone black white you know whoever to vote but particularly to my black community go out and vote you know vote in the big election vote in all your your small elections you know in your in your states and your cities because all of those your mayors all of those are important your city council everyone all those elections are integral important and even more so than the big who's gonna be the president right that's more important because those city officials determine what's happening in your neighborhood so you know make sure you go out and vote and so for me uh not being born in America but then becoming a citizen and getting that right to vote I exercise that right each and every time that I can because I remember the forefathers the people who have gone before us who died who were beaten who were jailed for wanting to vote who had that desire and so when I vote I stand there for them I, I circle those little ovals for them and I implore you to do the same don't let the things that they went through be in vain don't let them cry out you know I feel like I hear their spirits cry out each and every time someone of color says they're not going to vote so I exercised my vote with my husband in October. And of course, you know, my husband is um, a white uh, American. So, you know, uh, we went out and, and we voted. And so um, I, I mentioned that because I think it's important to say that I respect each and every person's voting rights, right? Who we vote for. I mean, have my, totally my personal opinion about um who the next president should be but nevertheless vote and now here we are in november four months from my last episode of um lovely linky inspirations and um so elections happened right uh early part of november november 3rd elections happened and um we're still waiting and i remember it feeling like the twilight zone knowing that on election day all the counts all the ballots everything wouldn't have been done on that day i knew on the third it wouldn't have been all done it wouldn't we wouldn't have known but it went on and on and it just felt like it went on and on forever and it just you know i said this must be what the twilight zone feel like feels like you know but um thankfully it's been announced. I must say I'm happy with the results. That's the way I voted this year. And I don't vote for a party. I vote for what the person represents at the time. And so I am truly happy, um, you know, and this is not a political pod- podcast, but I'm truly happy that Joe Biden is our president-elect. And of course, Camilla, Mrs. Harris, or um, VP, Madame. VP, of course, she has a Jamaican heritage, so that's very special to me that she has Jamaican heritage and not just that she's a woman of color and she's a woman. And so I'm just grateful for for all of that, that I am alive, that I am a part of this historic moment. And even for Joe Biden being the oldest um, president elected, you know, so it's history all around. And so and and it's even history that's the first time since i've been alive that an american president has not conceded so that is something you know 
to 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 talk about you know and maybe i will or, or maybe i won't but you know i think he went as close as he's going to go um to concede him by saying yes he won joe biden won but joe biden won because it, it was fraud so that's what you know our current president is saying so that might be the closest he comes to conceding but we're not going to debate that so here we are november 16th and like I said, this was truly a rant <laughs> to wrap up, you know, up the last four months of what has been going on. And so what I want to end with, right, I shared with you what's been going on in my life as a parent, as a PhD student. And I will say, you know, even as, as a Christian person, I, woman, I will say it's, it's been a very tough road. My faith and belief in God has not changed, but um, I am very disappointed in the Christian community, in the church itself, right? And I, I, no particular denomination in the church. I'm just using that very generically to say the church. Very disappointed in, in, in how everything has unfolded and the, the church's um, role in that. And the Christians, we call ourselves Christians and our role in everything that has happened, you know, be it the election or be it the racial inequalities and tension and, you know, just people dying. You know, even I will go back to say during comps, you know, I live in Illinois and in Wisconsin, you know, a man was shot in the back by a police officer seven times and the details of that, you know, and people bring up someone's past or whatever, but just to see that happen and how it impacted my my family's life because my daughter we live very close to the border and one of our daughters um attend a dance class in wisconsin the, the studio where she goes for a dance is in wisconsin that was shut down boarded up because of that you know incident you know and it, it was just terrifying to see and i think for every black person when we see another person being killed we picture ourselves in that position so there's trauma there or we picture our family members in that position and added trauma there so um it's just been this real difficult um, internal turmoil that even I as a therapist have had to deal with and as a Christian as a woman as a black woman and with children you know my children are black and white my children are multiracial multicultural and having to think about the world that my children are in the world that they will grow up in and what that will look like you know and so it, it's it's been rough and I know it's been rough for you too you know and so I just want to leave you with, you know, just some tips, some therapeutic tips. And the first one is truly take time to be kind to yourself. Let me repeat that. Take time to be kind to yourself. I was kind to myself that as much as I love this podcast and interacting here and for you to hear me and for me to hear your responses to my podcast, I needed to be kind to myself to know that it was just too much for me at the time to show up. I would probably have cried through all the episode had I recorded any episodes during the last four months. And so I had to be kind to myself and to say, it's okay, Cynthia, it's okay you're not failing, you, you didn't start something and stop, you just need to be kind to yourself. So I'm offering you the same tool and that is to be kind to yourself. If you have to get up and go to a job every day, you have to do that. But what is it that you are doing that you don't need to do 
right now that you can take a moment and not do it, but not feel guilty about it. Be kind to yourself. What can you say to yourself to motivate yourself? What can you do for yourself that doesn't cost a lot of money? Just be kind to yourself. If you said the wrong thing, did the wrong thing, be kind to yourself. You know, forgive yourself in those moments, right? So being kind to ourselves look different depending on what is it you need to be kind to yourself about at, at the moment. If you've fallen off of something that you said you weren't going to do or you were going to stop doing, stop saying, and you fell off, get back up and start doing that, you know, and start going towards um working towards not doing that thing or saying that thing again, but be kind to yourself, right? And then set boundaries. I really talked about um, setting boundaries on my social media platforms recently because I think they're very important. And one of the boundaries that I, I really want you to set and that I've spoken about that I encourage you, I won't say I want you to, I say that I encourage you to set is the amount of time that you do spend on social media, the amount of time you spend listening to the news, what we allow, what we hear, right? And what we see that becomes a part of us. And although we have to keep up, and I've said this before, keep up with the news keep up what is going on in the world in our communities um we need to do those in in increments right in bits and pieces so truly set your boundaries and set boundaries with the conversations that you're going to have with people whether that's politics whether that's religion whether that's how you're raising your children whether that's you know the job you choose to do or the career path or whether you choose to go whatever it is set your boundaries and truly you may ask Cynthia, what is a boundary, right? It's it's like a guideline. It's rules. It's really limit that you, you create them. You identify what is reasonable for you, what is safe for you, what you're going to permit another person, what you're going to permit another person to say, how you're going to permit that another person to treat you, right? How they're going to behave around you, towards you, right? And you let them know that, right? And if they are not going to respect those boundaries that you set, if they're going to impose or they're going to um, deny you that, then you don't have to have them in your space and you don't have to go into their spaces because people need to really respect our boundaries and don't put, they can't put limits on the boundaries that we set, expand them or decrease them for us. We set our boundaries, we verbalize them to people and then we make sure that we affirm those boundaries, right? That we practice them and we remind ourselves and people what our boundaries are. Because if we set boundaries and we uh, share them with others, but then we don't practice those boundaries, then we confuse others and we confuse ourselves as to what our boundaries really are. So when you set your boundaries, you really want to live through those boundaries, live the boundaries, right? Remind people of them verbally, right? Or if you have to write it down, or you have to remind them about it, but you really want to practice those boundaries and do that without shame, do that without regret as long as they're healthy boundaries right as long as what we're setting up is not to be cruel to others or to be mean it's not out of re revenge right that's not healthy we're not restricting because we are trying to be spiteful what we're doing is we're creating a healthy space for ourselves and also for others and as we're setting boundaries for you know others based on what they do and say to us we really need to do the same for other people right 
uh, treat others kind as kind as we want them to treat ourselves as we want them to treat us right and uh, the third thing I really want you to do is to affirm yourself affirm yourself and how do I do that you might say Cynthia how do I affirm myself is you waking up in the morning and saying to my to yourself is I am good enough I am beautiful I am handsome I am kind I am wise even if you don't feel it and even if you are not kind but you want to be kind start saying those things to yourself start saying I need to be better. I can be better. I will be better. I am better, right? I've shared many times that on my mirror, my dresser, my mirror on my dresser, I have in red lipstick affirmations, words that encourages me. And it's fading because I've been doing well. But anytime it gets to the point where I feel like I need those affirmations even more, I go back over them in my red lipsticks. And so you red, red lipstick. So you can do it in lipstick. You can do it in sticky notes. Whatever it is, you can write your affirmations in a book. But write them down, have that visual, but also say them, speak them to yourself. I talk to myself a lot. Anyone wants, who thinks I'm crazy for doing that, that's okay with me. I'm, I'm more sane than, than crazy, right? Because I speak those, you know, about speaking life into our souls, into our spirits. We, the words that we say out of our mouth, right? We let in the ear, we let in our ears, we let in our spirit. They're important. So you want to speak positive words over yourself. And really, if you are having a hard time saying something good about yourself, ask someone that you trust, someone that values and appreciate you. Don't just ask anybody who's going to, um, you know, affirm a negative. You want them to affirm a positive within you. What about me is good? What about me do you like? If you need someone to help you, just find someone healthy, find some that one that you trust that will help to affirm you positively. And then lastly, I'm going to say, focus on your purpose, whatever that is. If right now your only purpose is, if you have to set daily purposes for yourself, go ahead and do that, right? If you don't really know what your purpose is, and I think I've talked about that before, but you really need to focus on your path. As I talked about failing forward, right? I have to get through this PhD program, right? I told my husband if I had not passed any portion of the comps, I was going to switch schools and he told me I can't. I would have to move out, right? So <laughs> he's helping me like you're going to finish because you have to finish. You need to do this because, you know, your purpose is aligned with you finishing this PhD program, what you have said that you want to do, what you have said that God has called you to do is aligned with your PhD. And so what is your purpose? Because when you fail, you know, or when you get a no, or when something doesn't work out, or when the world is as turned upside down like it has, it's easy to lose sight of our purpose and to start thinking about everything that's happening around us. And so if we can focus on this is what I'm doing and this is why I'm doing it. And like I said, there were days when I didn't want to write a paper, didn't want to participate in a discussion, didn't want to do any research because there's so much going on in the world. I just wanted to go in, in my bed, right? Right? Or to go out there and raise my voice, you know, to go pro do a peaceful protest or whatever it is else I wanted to do. But I also had to realize that 
I need to do this because it's aligned with my purpose. I can go lay down in my bed. I can go out there and participate in peaceful protest. I can go on social media and let my voice be heard. But at the end of the day, what I'm working towards is bigger and even greater than that. It's going to, the impact it's going to last and it's going to impact more people. And so we have to remind ourselves of our purpose so we don't get distracted with everything else that's going on around us. So there you go, guys. <laughs> Four months later, I had a lot to say again. This is going to be titled The Rant. And so forgive me. I hope you got something out of this season two. I am, you know, I'm going to start season two right away because I really wanted season two to happen before 2020 ends. And I, we're only, we only have a few more weeks. It's, it's, it's November. We only have a few more weeks in the year. We have December and, um, a couple more weeks in November. And so I do want to get season two out. I think I'm going to shorten the seasons. Thank you everyone who have supported me thus far in this podcast again this is really you know our, our first season I I keep saying or my first season I just started this um you know and so it's it's just wow it's just been a <laughs> a ride I started a podcast when the world turned upside down at least my world here in America turned upside down and so this podcast has been a process for me and you know with everything that we start we have to figure it out so the the see um the episodes are going to be shorter for season two and the seasons um moving forward and you know i'm still working out how i'm going to present to you but thank you for those of you who have watched i i have picked up people from different parts of the world and i truly appreciate it and i hope you will be listening to this um final episode in season one and that you will join me in season two and that you will continue to listen and you know be kind to yourself until next time You may follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lovely Linky and YouTube at Lovely Linky Inspirations on my website at lovelylinkyinspirations.com. You may also email me at lovelylinkyinspirations at gmail.com. Please share, like, and subscribe. Until next time, let's stay connected. So come now, join me next week as we continue to encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Talk soon. Until then, live good.